Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. Um, Today's episode is based off a conversation I had with someone. We were talking about trials and circumstances and grief, and she did not realize that what she was experiencing was a form of grief. And the freedom that came from just being allowed to say that. But then what we were talking about is being in the messy middle of it all. The messy middle of life. I don't know about you. I feel like I'm in the messy middle all the time. Every time I feel like things clear a little bit, I step into more unknowns. Um, You know, by the time that I figured out toddlerhood, all of a sudden, adolescence come. Now that I feel like I'm like, okay, this middle school thing, we're, we're figuring it out. Um, then the hormones decide to go on overdrive and teenage years come. And that's just one example. It's just, I feel like I'm always trying to learn something that I don't know. I'm always trying to get to the end, trying to get on this journey, get far enough to where it's not so messy. then I realized that really we need to embrace the messy middle of everything. We look at other people, we look at other people who have gone through similar things and they're ahead of us and we're like, when can we get there? When will it not be so hard? When will I be able to look back and be proud of myself? When will I be able to when is the messy going to stop? When does life get smooth? Like, like the ocean that doesn't, has no waves. Like, when do, is it smooth sailing? When do I know how to do it? And when can we just celebrate success of life? If you have the answer to that, I would love to know. Because the only thing that I can figure out is we are constantly in the messy middle and we need to embrace it. The messy middle of trying to like, just know that there's something more. We don't know how to get out of this position that we're in now because even if there's someone who's gone before us, our situation is not exactly like theirs. We're not exactly like them. We don't have their experiences, their personality. We don't have their same resources. So we're trying to figure out something new 
And so we've never done it. So it gets messy. It's also hard because you don't just have yourself to deal with. During this messy middle, you also have people around you. Even if you don't have kids, uh, you have coworkers, you have friends, you have family, you have other people who affect your messy middle. And it's okay that it's a mess. It's okay. It's okay that you're figuring it out. It's okay to get past the raw pain of it. And so it's kind of a, it's an in-between where there was a safety in that raw pain. There was a safety net. You built that armor. You knew what to expect because it was just pain and you could grieve and you can, you weren't expected to do much. You weren't expected, but it gets to the point where you don't want to stay there. So this messy middle is where you don't want to sit in the raw pain anymore, but you don't know what healed or restored looks like for you. You see what other people are doing. And there may even be some people who are like, I want that. I want to do, say, have, be what they have, are, whatever. And there's a little danger in that because again, like I mentioned, we don't have the same personality. We don't have the same calling. We don't have the same agenda. We don't have the same experience, knowledge, resources. We don't have the same personality type as that person. Not saying that you shouldn't see other people who have gone ahead of you and give yourself that motivation and use them as a mentor. But you get to define what healed or restored looks like for you. And I'll give you a little hint. I redefine it every couple of steps. And I don't even know, I'm not even gonna say like how often these steps occur because it could be a quick step or it could be one that takes a year. But what's important is to sit and you get to define the, the journey that you're going on. You've heard me talk about how you, ha- you, can, you don't have to set down your grief to live your life. But what does that even mean? At this point, how do you live and how do you blend the circumstances you're going through and the joy and the healing that you desire? And I think the first step to that is know that you can have both. Know that we're not supposed to know what our lives are supposed, we're not supposed to know what's supposed to happen next. We're not supposed to know the plan. We're not supposed to know the journey. We're not supposed to know the road, the path, whatever. We're not supposed to know all the details of what's ahead of us. But what we can look at is where we've come from. We can look at how far we've been, the decisions that we've made, and then we can use the information we have to define where we we want to go in this moment. So this episode is going to be really short because I really just want you to sit and think about a couple of things. How will you know that you're healed? 
how will you know that you're restored? Because the pain's gone? Well, I would say that the raw pain is gone, but there is a dull ache that sits with me. And I mentioned before that I don't want that to go away. That right there is where I have empathy and compassion and I can, I can sit with people and I understand that just because I don't understand why you did what you did, doesn't mean I, can, I can't sympathize or under, you know, understand or just accept where you are and who you are. Just because you made a different decision than me, that dull ache allows me to realize that your path, though I may not understand it, doesn't mean it's wrong. And it gives me that privilege to step outside of myself and ask you questions on why. Because we don't know what we don't know, and maybe there's something I can learn from your journey too. So you want to ask yourself, what does it mean to be healed? What will I look like when I'm healed or restored? Not perfect, not perfect. We don't, we're not looking for perfection here. We're not looking for life is amazing and there's nothing wrong because we know, and we know from story after story in their Bible that just because you've had and you've overcome one circumstance doesn't mean another one's not coming. And we know life enough to know that trials are part of every day. That's how we're refined. That's how we grow. That resistance that we feel is God pushing us to be closer to him. And our desire to become more like Jesus is realized in our circumstances, in our trials. So define what it looks like for you right now. Who are you now and who do you want to be? I realized that in order for me to step into and claim the healing that God wanted for me, I had to be okay with doing things different than other people. That I don't have to... I get to choose joy daily, but it doesn't mean I don't feel the sorrow. And just because someone may think that I am... Well, just because someone doesn't understand the decisions I make doesn't mean that my decisions are wrong. Just because someone, even a close friend, just because they don't see the journey that I'm going on, it's okay because it's my journey. It is between God and I, and a supportive friend will will help you and guide you and keep their fears out of your decisions. Now, I'm not saying that they should keep quiet. I'm saying that because they should. If you have a good friend who is giving you wise counsel, listen. But just because people don't agree with what you're doing doesn't make it wrong. Sometimes we have to do something different. If we want something different, we have to do something different. 
I, I always talk about if you don't change anything, nothing will ever change. So sometimes we have to get out of our normal path and we have to be courageous. We have to be brave and we have to embrace the messy middle, embrace where we are right now in order to get to where, well, it's not even where we want to be. It's who we want to be. We need to focus less on the destination of where we're trying to go and define who are you when you're healed? Who are you when you are restored? Who do you want to be? And then you start acting like that. So what are three things? And I'll close with this. What are three things you can do in the messy middle to embrace it, to allow yourself to be proud of where you are and to not rush through it, trying to get through this part because you're there for a reason. So the first thing is give yourself grace in the moment. Every moment, remind yourself you are in this, in this season and it's okay. People may not understand it. You may not understand it, but embrace it and give yourself grace anyway. Acknowledge that you're in the messy middle Embrace it by acknowledging what your needs are in this moment. If you are in the messy middle and you're feeling overwhelmed, what will it take to get underwhelmed? What will it take to get to calm your, to recenter, to balance, to ground your life and do that? The second is look at how far you've come. You are not the same person you were yesterday. You're not the same person you were a year ago. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. What about you now are you proud of? Who are you now that you can write down that you're proud of? I am not as much as a people pleaser as I used to be. I am better at setting boundaries and saying no. And that is something that even a couple of years ago I struggled with because I want, I want people around me to be happy. And so I thought that that means that I had to make everybody happy and that I needed to step over my boundaries, which wasn't even, it's not even a fair statement because I didn't even know how to set boundaries properly because I didn't define what boundaries needed to be set. But now that's something that I can, I look back and I'm like, I, I can say no easier. And I say it with love, knowing that that's not my best yes. So look how far you've come, write it down, acknowledge it, celebrate it. And it's okay that if you're not proud of everything that you are right now, that you've made some choices that maybe you're not really comfortable with, or you're not proud of, but that's okay. Because even just in that very moment, you've changed and you can be proud that you acknowledged it, that you give yourself grace with that. And then you can be proud of the fact that you now can change it because when we know better, we can do better. And that's what life is all about. Of course, we change our mind. We change course. We change our decisions. We have to, because when we know better, we do better. When we know what we want, when we get a clearer picture of who we want to be, we can change course to start working towards that until we get a clearer picture and then we could change again. There is no end to how many times that we can change. And that is what something that is, is such a beautiful 
a beautiful thing. So acknowledge how far you've come. Even through the, the ugliness and the darkness and the, the parts that we don't want to talk about, because let's face it, none of us really want to talk about the messy middle. And I realized that I need to start talking more about the messy middle because my middle was really messy and I'm still in a lot of mess and I don't have it all together. And when I acknowledge that I'm in the messy middle, it actually makes me feel better and I have a clearer picture of what I need to do to get out of it. And then the next thing is, is I talk about defining things for yourself. Define where you want to go, and even better, define who you want to be. Write it down. Who do you want to be at the end of the month? Who do you want to be at the end of the day? At the end of the day, I want to be able to say that I was a good mother, that I was compassionate, that I gave my kids my you know, undivided attention, even if it was for five minutes, that I told them that I loved them multiple times, that I hugged them for no reason multiple times that I picked out something that they did well and I encouraged them. That is what I wanna be able to say every day. And so that knowing in the morning that that's what I wanna look forward to in the afternoon and in the evening, then I can start looking for those opportunities to be that person. If I wanna know, if I wanna be a good friend, if I wanna be a praying friend, that I want to, at the end of the day, I want to know that I, that I want to know that I can say that I prayed for my friends and I was in tune to, you know, God's prompting. Then I set that intention in the morning. And then I, anytime I think about it, now I can be that person. I could do, what would a praying friend do? Well, a praying friend would, when a name comes to mind, would stop and just say, thank you, Jesus. That's it. That's, that's all it, it may take. If you feel something else, then say, then pray something else. But rather than focus on what you want the destination to look like, focus on who you want to be and then do what that person would do and try to do it every day, just a little bit and acknowledge and don't be too hard on yourself. Don't make these grand things, but pick at the end of the day that when I focus on being a mom and being a good mom, then when things are stressful, I can remind myself, okay, how can I be a good mom in this situation? Okay. We just, my 14 year old and I just had a blowout. Maybe we just had an argument. How, what would a good mom do? Well, a good mom would take a deep breath would give herself grace, look at what part, how, what opportunity I have to grow in it. And maybe it would just be either to, to give him space or to go give him a hug. Maybe it'd be to apologize or to talk to him about responsibility. What would a good mom do in this moment? So those three things, again, grace in the moment, acknowledge that you're in the messy middle and embrace it and then give yourself grace in it. Look back at how far you've come and realize that every moment you have, you have that choice that you can change course again. And then define where you wanna be or who you wanna be. And then just do something, a little something each day to work towards that. Work towards a feeling 
Work towards who you want to be instead of what you want to do. You have a lot more power over who you are than what you do because things happen, but you can always control how you handle it. You may not be able to control the circumstances itself. So that is my, that is my three tips for today. That is all. And give yourself that freedom to go through this process over and over and over. The more you do it, and I encourage you to write it down because our brains need the evidence. And if we can circumvent a lot of the pain by going back and reading it and looking at what we've done and what we've discovered already, it saves so much time and effort. But if you're ready to go deeper with this, if you feel like you're, you're in the messy middle and you want more, you want to be able to find the, those choices that are available to you. You want to find the opportunities and you want to see the hope in your story, in what you're going through. Contact me. There's a link in the, in the show notes and on Instagram and on my webpage, TammyMarieCoaching.com. Schedule that 20-minute call. There's no, there's no fee. There is no commitment. This is just a call for you to see what's possible, to say yes to yourself one small way, and you won't regret it. Even that 20 minute call, you can start to see how things can be different for you. And so I would love to connect with you. I'd love to talk to you. And if you're ready, or if you're even thinking about being ready, because again, being ready is a lie. We're never ready. Our brains want to keep us safe, not successful. They want to keep us where we are, and that's not healed. Contact me. Even if you just have a question, reach out, send me an email, send me a DM, and I will get back to you. Well, that is all. I meant to keep it short, but I did not. And, well, I like to talk, so that's okay. I hope you guys have a blessed week. 